Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Okay, we'll sort out at the same time the wager situation for round 20. I won the last round, so you two idiots have to abide by something. And I have some thoughts on this. So, and I don't know if you're going to be happy about it if we're being honest with ourselves, Jimmy. Like we said in our pre-show post, if we tried to make Jimmy happy, we'd be here forever. Well, we've given up on we've, that. Yeah, there's no making Jimmy happy. <laughs> there, there was an attempt over the years <laughs> to try to... Oh, yeah, we got to make Jimmy happy. It's, now it's we like, just, both of us have just thrown just, in the towel. No, it just tried to piss me off. Okay, no. No, we no, don't have see, to that's try. the thing. But, see, yeah. he thinks there's always this underlying uh, attempt. attempt but. Like, there isn't actually thought behind or a reason behind. No, the only reason we're doing this is to piss Jimmy off. <laughs> I get up every morning, and that's my mantra. That's my goal. I know what can I do to piss off Jimmy? I know. I heard the rumor. The rest of my life be damned. <laughs> I'm not trying to please my wife, no, my kids, pay my mortgage. Pissing off Jimmy. My only goal in life is to piss off Jimmy. Jimmy. And you, you do know it what? quite it's well. Successful every day. No, so, anyway, um, we'll deal with that coming up <laughs> just after seven this morning. The locker room topic of the day. What sport do you hate the most? Okay, there's a reason why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. I always thought that it was soccer for me. And don't get me wrong, I still hate soccer. <laughs> but. I'm not sure I can put soccer at the top of my list. Okay. Not anymore. Something's taking its spot? Yeah. Well, it's always been there. I just never would have put it ahead of soccer. Okay. But a couple of my favorite shows in the last year or so mm-hmm. have been soccer-themed shows. Ted Lasso and Welcome to Wrexham. Have you Have you uh, watched the Welcome to Wrexham? Not yet, no. Okay. Yeah. Our, I don't know... I don't know why, but I loved that, that yeah. documentary. Well, it's Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney are both great, right? Yeah. I'm sure they have something to do with it. <laughs> it's it is so, it's so good. And then Tad, Ted Lasso, I'm almost done. I'm I think I got two or three episodes left in the third season. Oh, and then you're gonna be you're gonna have a hole to fill in your life I when know. Ted Lasso is done. You mentioned a show to me the other day that I I sent myself a note. Something about a guy going to prison. Blackbird. Blackbird. Yeah. Okay, I might look for yeah, that Blackbird's one. Yeah, Blackbird's great. But um, I was thinking about it yesterday because I love Ted Lasso <laughs> and I love that Welcome to Wrexham show. Yeah. And they're both soccer-themed shows. Maybe you don't hate soccer. And then I saw a video about a guy g- getting excited because summer's ending 
and he's he had all his uh, cross country skiing equipment <laughs> on, and he did a little TikTok video. <laughs> yeah, and I saw that on my feed, and I'm like, okay, no, I hate cross country skiing more than I hate <laughs> soccer. That is the worst sport. Like to do or to watch or everything. Just in general, cross Just, country skiing. I I might even dislike you if you enjoy it. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, maybe I could get into it. And then I remember the one time I did it recently, and I'm like, it's so hard to do. It's not fun. No. Yeah. Don't it's, enjoy it. First off, running is stupid. <laughs> if I see people running, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what's wrong? Get a scooter. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's Why just running walking? on skis <laughs> and you have to wait for the snow and it has to be the right temperature mm-hmm. and it has to be the right stickiness. And then you have to figure out the waxes because sometimes it's a little wetter than it is the dumbest sport. <laughs> okay. So that's our topic this morning. We'll get to your guys's next year. What sport do you hate the most? Yeah. It's a clear winner for me now. Cross country skiing ahead of soccer. Okay. The locker room topic of the day. The sports you hate the most before we get to the text. Grant. See, this one I actually don't mind playing, but I hate watching it. Basketball. I can't watch basketball. Yeah, you've been I, very... I don't mind playing it. Playing it's fine. Watching it, I hate watching it. Why? I just feel nothing for it. You know when you watch a sport, like when I watch hockey or football or yeah. baseball, I feel stuff for it. When I watch basketball, I'm, I have no connection to it at all. I don't care about it. I just I think the jerseys look stupid with the cut off sleeves. Uh, <laughs> it just I don't really know the rules, and also it's hard to get excited about because they're just going score, 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 score. Yeah, there's a until bit of the that. last two minutes. It's just like back and forth, score, 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 score. Well, the thing about the NBA too now is it's it's complete giants, right? Like yeah. Everybody on the court, the the shortest guy, and he'll he will look short compared to everybody else, is probably six foot seven. Yeah. Right, and he's a guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you look at you're like Steve Nash is tiny, and then you look you're like Steve Nash was six four. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's my height. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, basketball. You commented on that. Yeah. That's I like mine. NCAA. I love watching NCAA every year. Yeah. March Madness. Jimmy? Curling. Curling, you hate eh? curling, eh? Yeah. Like doing it. I wasn't it. a fan of doing it. Well, you became the rock when we did it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of doing it with you. <laughs> curling is difficult. Curling's too. hard to like, watch. Like you sit I'm and watch it, and all people are doing is yelling. Like if you if you're good at curling, yeah. That's I, I'm that's a that's that's a decent athlete. I I, I think they're very underrated athletes now. They never used to be. No. It's kind of like baseball. Well, <laughs> like baseball players now are athletes. Back yeah. in the day, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day: sports you hate the most. I might have to adjust my list. <laughs> Chandra said, "Pool oh, is pool. a sport she hates okay. the most." She says, "For the life of me, I cannot play it." But oddly enough, she loves snooker. So okay, she does that. She just hates pool, though. How can you be good at snooker and that's not be good at eight ball? Like that makes no sense. Snooker I don't really know what the, what the difference good. is. Well, the balls are smaller, the holes are smaller, the tables bigger in snooker. Snooker is way more. It's kind of a involved. weird name. Ball. Start saying it. Snooker. Yeah. <laughs> 
got one more. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we had uh, racing coming from Chantel. Oh, yeah. NASCAR. I've never. Is yeah. that a sport? Do we call no. that a sport now? I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah. I guess Just round and tech. around, left to. Any kind of auto sport, and this is going to upset a lot of people, but any kind of auto sports, I, I'm, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Okay, did you see the drunk NASCAR fan though that has almost made me like NASCAR? No, because Zach Bryan actually sampled him in one of his songs on his new albums. Okay, but he's, I don't know what's happening. I've been drinking since seven a.m., <laughs> but they're going left and they're going fast. <laughs> That's on the new record, the <laughs> yeah. new Zach Bryan. Very record? quietly in the background of one of his songs, you can hear this guy yelling. <sighs> okay, right. but I'll send you the video. Send me and the it video. It might make you a NASCAR fan. I don't know about that. <laughs> like I get people's obsession with cars. Yeah, I understand that. I've always gotten that. Like guys, the tinker. Yeah. The, the, like, every weekend they spend in their garage redoing a vehicle. Right. I can wrap my head around that. Um, but watching cars, I don't get it. I can't watch racing. I, I, everybody, every time I have this conversation, like I've got a buddy who's right into it. And every time I, I mention this to him, he goes, well, you got to come to an event. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if that's going to change my mind. I, I really don't. I mean, I get that it would be exciting and sure I'd go, I, I'd love to see it, but I, 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 you know, what makes more sense to me than racing around a track is the smash up derby? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, the the racing, uh, yeah. Indie, not for me. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. Sports you hate the most. If you ever trying to reach the show at seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Ken said golf is the most painful thing in the world to watch. So golf is his sport that he hates the most. Um, also, Try playing it. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking, because Kim Grabass, she said, I hate golf. I have a dog to chase balls around, too. And I was like, everyone hates golf. Yeah. Even when even when you love it, you hate it when you're doing it, right? Yeah. I Every time I golf, I spend the whole time angry, mad about shots, My and then I want to do it again. Wife and I... Um, we went golfing. This was years ago when we lived in when I lived in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and we went up to Hecla. And my wife comes from a athletic background, so her father was a uh, you know a physical ed teacher. Her brother was in the Olympics, yeah. And like they're all just natural athletes. Yeah. She handed it down to Riley, my youngest, Bluebird, mm-hmm. and um, so. Deb can do any sport, and she looks good at it. Technically mm-hmm. speaking, she always looks. I look like I have a head injury when I play any sport. <laughs> That's true. Like running, like <laughs> anything. It just, I, I look awful. I can do them all. Yeah. I just, I again, I look like you a look walking awkward. Head. Yes. Yeah. And it's, I think it is something to do with growth. Well, people have natural athletic ability. When you swing a golf club, you come out of your shoes. Yes, I swing. <laughs> and everyone goes, maybe you should slow down. And I'm like, maybe you should shut your mouth. <laughs> so I have had some frustration with golf over the years. And um, we went out and played, I think we were on like 10 or 11. And my wife, like, we're on the back nine. Mm-hmm. And my wife is three strokes ahead of me. She's beating me. Yeah. I am losing my mind. 
and I went and sat in the truck and waited for her to, <laughs> to finish. To finish. That's the maddest I've ever been. You have to be out there all day. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing about golf. It's too. not. I'm. I am an advocate for the twelve round, twelve holes. They're doing a lot of that yeah, now. Like, I'm like, because by the time I hit about fourteen, I'm like, over it. I want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. The last few holes are never that fun. Okay, I hate golf too. <laughs> Old Pete Davidson. Out of rehab. Was he in rehab? I don't think so. He was in rehab. <laughs> I don't know. He That's... was in rehab. And oh, he's for out. mental health, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out and he's single. Su Ling Wee, what's her name? What uh, was Su Wee? Uh, it was. Um, she's, in Sunny, that, she's in that Bupkis um, show with him. Sunny Lee, Sunny Wing. Chase Sue Wonders. Okay, all right. I was close. <laughs> You're a little off. <laughs> Anyway, they've broken up, so he's single and ready to mingle. See, okay. that's going to be awkward. You can't date people you work with because they're in that Bupkiss show together. Now, is she going to get fired? And then it's going to look bad on them, right? Don't be- date people you work with. That's really good advice. I was thinking about this because he's not the type that doesn't, like, he's not, he's not going to be single long. Mm-mm. We'll start seeing pictures of him with somebody very, very soon. And because the world is fascinated by his ability to lock down these women that, like, are so far outside of his league. Yeah. Um, like, he's literally got cameras following him around, right? He was out of rehab yesterday, and there was mm-hmm. TMZ stories about him. So <laughs> he's going to generate a conversation. Here's my theory. You guys think about who you think he's going to end up dating next. But here's my theory. I think he's going to end up going off the script and dating a girl that like serves him coffee at Starbucks or the waitress at In-N-Out Burger or something like that. Okay. Like that's my theory. It'll be somebody completely unknown and he'll lock that down for a couple of months. Okay. So someone off the radar, not famous. Not famous. Not Kate Beckinsale no. or Kim Kardashian. No. Or- I think he's gonna. I don't know if you're gonna go from a Kim a Kim Kardashian or a Kate Beckinsale to a waitress at Starbucks. I don't. I don't see Why that not? being a thing for it's for about him. Variety for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't you, think he settles for. All for right. like, Who do you think then? Do you think? Any, did you see this? Um, the was, Sophia pictures. As soon as she broke up with Justin, oh yeah, <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> I was uh, yeah, Sophia Trudeau. Uh, <laughs> I was I was trying to see if Ariana Grande was single again, but I don't think she is. No, I can see she realizes her mistake now. I don't know. No, I think... have you seen the guy she's with now? No, no, no one goes back to the Pete have... Davidson well. Who she's that dating is not... now? No, like of course he's a. He turd. looks like Look a puppet, him. like a. He looks like a ventriloquist yeah. doll. <laughs> No, he. Listen, I'm not suggesting she has good taste in men. I'm just saying that once you walk away from Pete, you don't go back. No, you go. Oh my God! And everyone sits and tells you, sits down and goes, "Oh, <laughs> you dodged the bullet there, Sunny Wing, whatever her name was." Chase, keep moving, Chase. You keep moving on now, okay? You go, girl. No one's going back to the Pete Davidson well. I bet you can gamble on it. I bet, I, be, I bet there's gambling on who he dates of course, next. Of yeah, of course there is. All right, have you got any theories, Grant? Um, I know because Ariana Grande, like going back to an old 
X was my thought. It's not going to go back to Kim Kardashian. No. Um, what about Kate? No. <laughs> no, that was just a fling. That was just a, a wild They're all weekend. flings for him. <laughs> he dated Kim Kardashian for like six months. Something like that. That's a fling, Grant. <laughs> not for him. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. By the way... Grant looked up the betting on uh, who Pete Davidson is going to date next. Does that influence his decision, though? Probably not, okay. no, unless he puts some money down. <laughs> right, he could do that. Um, so on the odds list, Kim Kardashian going, getting back together with her. See, I, That's I, plus 900. Again, I just... There is no way those women go back and make that same mistake. <laughs> uh, Amber Heard is on the list. Oh, that makes sense. Johnny Depp's ex. Selena Gomez. Okay. Emma Watson. January Jones. That's an odd poll. That's an what, interesting. Who's January Jones um, again? She was Don Draper's wife in Mad Men. Oh, um, the strawberry blonde. Mm-hmm. She okay. was also an X Men uh, new class. Oh, good. Thank you there for we that. There's yeah. that connection. Yeah. Um, Shakira. Is on the list. Get out of here. Shakira's recently single, too, right? She is. Her husband got... Remember, she caught her husband cheating on her because something was missing from the fridge. So, like, he had had a woman over, and something had gone missing from the fridge, and she knew that her husband didn't eat that, and she was like, who ate that out of the fridge? So was it a housekeeper thing? No, it was like a girlfriend he had. That oh, Shakira okay. was out of town for a while, and... Uh, How do you fool around on Shakira? I, it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Winona Ryder is on the list. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, Miley Cyrus, Ivanka Trump, Charlize Theron. All of us on the betting list. I will lose if, my mind if any of those come Ivanka true. Ivanka Trump would be hilarious. I'd be okay with that one. <laughs> the Locker Room. All right. We're... We're in the, the the midst of picking another round of celebrity death pool picks. Because of the death of Bob Barker. One dollar, Bob. I won that on the weekend. Lachlan, he was your keeper for a long time. He stole him from me yeah. um, a long time ago and then kept him as Didn't your keeper. Didn't let go. Um, Round 20 win for Locke. How many weeks left do we still have? Jimmy and I lost the last death pool and we've been using one ply toilet paper. We have two 15th weeks. 15th of September. Is it the 15th? Because you guys started on August 15th. Okay, that makes yeah. sense, yeah. So, how much do you guys need more one ply? No. no. I, I find uh, it's lasting a long time because there's no pleasure in the one ply, <laughs> right? So, you just you get in there, you do your business, there's no play time. You're, just, you're in and you're out, and you're not using that much toilet paper. <laughs> All right. So I've right. got lots. I'm using it. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the latest wager, and this is what we're sorting out today. Tomorrow we'll pick a new wager for round 21. And then on Thursday we'll make our picks for round 21. All right. So hang in there for the picks. The conversation we need to have today is we had the... I'm still blown away... I'm sorry, like, people probably think that that, that whole Bob Barker thing was a shtick. Mm-hmm. I legitimately think that 
that Jimmy killed it Bob Barker. Crazy. Jimmy spins the Price is Right wheel at the banquet bar. Never even been around one. First time ever. I wake up Saturday morning, yeah. Bob Barker's dead. Because I'm like, it, oh my God, Jimmy Because Jimmy, Jimmy spun the wheel. And then he spun a 40. And mm-hmm. he's Chinese. And if you go look into Chinese... I'm not Chinese. If you look into the numerology, yeah. fours mean death. Yeah. Look it up. Yep. Jimmy killed Bob Barker. I can't believe people aren't it's making crazy, a bigger yeah. deal out of this. It's insane to me. Anyway, um, so the wager now is Grant and Jimmy, because they lost, and we try to make these wagers painful, yeah. have to drink boxed wine for a month. Only So anytime you want alcohol, it has to be boxed wine. Even if you're at a bar or a restaurant. Yeah. You have to ask, where's the wine coming from? Oh, I want the one in a box, please. So here's what I propose. I propose we start this on September 1st. So you have a couple of days to prepare. Okay. Right? Because you got to go buy some wine. So you get Jimmy. the long weekend. Yeah. So. Oh, no. September 1st is Friday. Never mind. Now, we had a conversation about the fact that Grant's not drinking right now. And I... I'm rethinking my original position on this. It's because it's complicated because I've quit drinking for a year. So so back in March, Grant came into work and said, I'm not going to drink for an entire year. And I honestly, you want to be supportive, right? Like Mm -hmm. when when a friend of yours is trying to make a change. I agree. You have to be supportive. You have to be supportive. You know, I'm actually kind of proud of the guy that he's made it this long. We were at an event on Friday and we were all drinking our faces off and he he just sat there watching. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, when he wasn't in the room, we were both going, what an idiot. (laughs) True. Right? But um, he has maintained it and he's kept it. And not only that, he's also not an annoying sober person. Well, because the difference is I don't want anyone to be sober. Yes. Most people get sober and then they're like, everyone should be sober. I'm like, no, 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 drink more. Yeah. No one should be sober. But you could also be that righteous person going, yeah. if I did it, you should be able to do <laughs> oh, it. I would never do that. <laughs> so, But Grant doesn't do that. And I here's the original conversation we had, and I can't even remember if this was on air or off air, was that Grant, when he starts drinking again, should have to drink nothing but boxed wine for a month. And here's, here's my rethought on this. How difficult is it to do what he's doing? It's massively difficult. It's extremely hard to quit drinking. To make a change like that in your life, as suddenly I couldn't as he do did. it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> okay. Could you? Could no, you? We tried. We tried a month. I couldn't do it. I'm being honest with you. No, I, don't, I didn't. I couldn't either. I mean, I've been drinking every day since I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it, it, it would be very difficult for if, I think for anybody to quit drinking. So I think. If Grant starts drinking again, and that's his choice, if he chooses to get back up on it, Mm -hmm. and it happens in the month of September, then he has to drink boxed wine. But I think that he shouldn't have to drink boxed wine for a month when he starts drinking again in six months or four months or five months or whatever. I don't kind of agree with you. Do you understand? Like, because here's the thing. It's, uh, he's still drinking. You could stop drinking for the entire month of September. As that's well. what I was going to say. If, if you don't want to drink boxed wine, you just don't have to drink. No one's forcing you to drink boxed wine. Okay, I, what if, here's my proposal. 
And because, and there's a reason behind it, for the whole month of September, because grape juice is fermented wine, he has to drink grape juice (laughs) for the entire month of September. I don't see the point of that. I'm not going to replace my water with grape juice. No, not your water. You can drink water, (laughs) but your coffee, your uh, pop, Are you replacing your coffee with wine? No, but that's not... Okay, you can can keep the coffee. Listen, I, I like these... I like these wagers to be painful because we're betting on people dying but which is a pay for this man he's quit drinking but that was his choice you could choose to quit drinking yeah like but I, that's not my choice what are you talking about now, you, no i'm not making that choice <laughs> but you could no we're in september you have to drink nothing but box wine. But you you could quit drinking. Hypothetically speaking, you could say I'm not drinking box wine and then not drink for the entire month. Which would be exactly what Grant's doing. Making him in March, if he decides to start drinking again, drink nothing but box wine. <laughs> to, to me, I don't know. If you're just tuning in, the, it's a celebrity death pool punishment. Where Jimmy and I lost, and the punishment was we could only if we ever wanted alcohol for the month of September, we have to. Do you want to do a, wine. Do you want to do a Twitter poll on it? How do we even word that? You know what? Here, here's, we'll do an informal text poll right now because people are getting annoyed by this. I'm sure of it. Seven eight zero nine. I'm annoyed by it. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Should Grant have to drink boxed wine when he starts drinking again, or should he be allowed to get away with just not drinking for the entire month of September, which he's already doing? Okay, if we do the informal poll on text. Whatever the listeners say, I'll go with. Okay. All right. Because, like I said, September, you don't have to drink boxed wine. We can't make you drink boxed wine. That's just not the wager. You don't have to drink anything. Like, if the wager was you have to come into work every day and drink a bo- bo- <laughs> box of boxed wine, then I'd be like, okay, no, Grant yeah. has to do that. You By the end of this month, you have to finish three boxes of wine. Okay, I'll That's go not with, the way I'll go with whatever the text says. Okay, all right. The Locker Room, only on Chris. Okay, Celebrity Death Pool wager, round 20. The two losers have to drink nothing but wa- boxed wine for a month. I was suggesting that because Grant isn't drinking right now, and we took it, we rolled the dice on it because mm-hmm. it could have been six months, it could have been seven months. Uh, well, that's for, what we thought. We're like, oh, maybe sometimes we don't get a death pool winner for, for a like year. A year. Yeah. yeah. And Grant might be done drinking. So we took a gamble on it because we thought it was funny. And I was saying that Grant shouldn't have to, when he starts drinking again, start drinking boxed wine because it's already hard enough to quit drinking. And Jimmy has the option not to drink boxed wine for the month of September. And I'm not sure everybody understood the question. Some people didn't. They're like, no, Grant should have to drink the boxed wine. And it's like, well, no, that, that wasn't the question, really. Um, somebody did text in and said, as a good friend, James should carry the load and drink Grant's share of boxed wine. Well, he probably will. <laughs> so does that mean I have to do two months of it? Consider it done. <laughs> Someone wants you to drink Bud Light. <laughs> there is non-alcoholic wine. 
Uh, I don't think there's boxes of it, though. I'm sure uh, there is, Grant. <laughs> but, uh, I was Su- looking it up. Susan said uh, non-alcoholic wine from Sobeys I could drink, replace the, the fake beer. Um, How many fake beer have you had in the last six months? Quite a few, actually. Oh, have you? Yeah, because it tastes decent and it's cheap. Yeah. Okay. All um, right. I didn't know because I I've seen you order like the Heineken zeros or whatever. Yeah. But well, that's, I, some places only have those. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we just, um we had another one here. Um, bad movie Dan said, yeah, I think um, Jimmy should have to drink. If I'm gonna drink an equivalent evening's drink, it has to be like juice or a non-alcoholic wine or something. That's what bad movie Dan says. Um. That one, th- this Some one people from have... Alex. I'm Alex. Personally, I, th- I think not drinking for months would be the best idea. It'd be entertaining to hear Locke and Jimmy going at each other without any influence of alcohol. So they're saying, yeah, you both should just have to quit drinking. We should both have to quit. Yeah, I hate that idea. Mark had said when Grant starts drinking again, he gets a couple weeks grace and then one month of boxed wine. So he's on that, saying that. Um, Is there a cons- There's absolutely zero consensus here. Yeah, there's not really a consensus. Um, we had, if yeah. Grant decides to start drinking again, he has to do two months of boxed wine. <laughs> <laughs> They're mad that you're not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. All right, so we have absolutely no clarification you know, on this. You know what? I'll concede. I'll, I'll say we start September. Both of us have the option to drink boxed wine and go from there. I'll concede. Because he may start drinking in September. (laughs) No, he won't. Maybe I'll buy you a box of wine. (laughs) I'll concede. If... Okay. Because I could choose. I could choose not to drink for the month of September. I think you see my point. I in see, that? that's, I, that's I, what I, 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 I that wasn't I, me trying to I be see, a jerk I to see you. your point now. And a couple of people actually kind of agreed with you and that's some, dis, and some, and a couple <laughs> di, and several didn't, but I'll concede. Okay. And All right. It's for September. Okay. There you go. That, well, that's big of you. I'll tell you, if I see a non-alcoholic box of wine, I'll, I'll buy oh, one. Okay. <laughs> If I find if I find non-alcoholic box wine, I'll buy it. Find it. Get it for you too. Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, well, well. Would you look at this? If you've been following this show or any of the Grant reports at all, you may have picked up on the fact that I hate paper straws. I'm all for saving the earth and saving the animals, but I will kill all of the turtles with my own two hands if it will get us plastic straws back. (laughs) If there's no turtles to save, then we get our straws back, right? Paper straws are hands down the worst invention of all time. Did did somebody actually create a paper straw and then say to themselves, wow, this is really good, way better than any other straw? No, the person that invented the paper straw had to be disappointed with themselves. It's like sucking your drink up through a roll of toilet paper. (laughs) It's awful. It's soggy and it falls apart. Anyways, the latest story is that they have been doing testing on paper straws and they've announced the, the results and they've said they have found chemical compounds in, in paper straws that can jeopardize human well-being, wildlife populations, and the ecosystem at large. 
we're poisoning ourselves to keep the turtles in the North Saskatchewan safe. <laughs> Please bring back our plastic straws. The Grant Report is brought to you by our new merchandise. Celebrating the end of the Elks home loss streak with a new shirt. Plus, use the promo code HOOKEDONPHONICS to save 20%. Text now for the link to shop. Another moment with Dr. Locke. I've been seeing these ads on my social media. And I, I don't know why. It might just be the time of the year or something. And, yeah. and they do it. But And it's not just one company. It's... More than a couple. I think it's like two or three. So, I guess this started in Japan. It's a Japanese remedy, and I've never, oh. I've never used it. I don't know anything about it. Um, I've seen it a couple of times in my life. Mm-hmm. So they, they're called detox foot pads. Okay. I think they call them something else in Japan. Uh, detox. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're called. Um, but you put them on the bottom of your feet before you go to bed, and oh. it's supposed to suck all the toxins out of your... those, eh? <laughs> Like the tea bags in your socks when you go to sleep. See, the thing is, I, I, I did a little bit of research on them, and the only information I can find outside of these ads is, like, this is... It, it's 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 not recommended by like health like but, they say there's nothing to to prove it it does anything yeah but they're also always pushing a pill <laughs> they want a pill for everything so why is why it always would, the feet i don't know why do we always try to suck things out our feet <laughs> i don't know like so we, we, here, here's I mean, what i want I, I want people if you've tried these things please send me a note i don't care how you get a hold of me email call the station Text us. Send me a note on Facebook Messenger. I want to know if you've tried these things and if they had any impact on your life at all. Like I said, there was the trend of putting a tea bag in your socks. Was that the same thing? And it was supposed to pull the toxins out. And we even, last winter, the kids were sick for so long that we were like, we'll try anything. And we put onions in in their, put socks on them, put onions in and put them to sleep. And I'm just saying it seemed to work. But also, we put cut up onion in a bowl in their room, and it was just so strong smelling. It cleared your sinuses out. It kind of worked for that. So I looked in one of your uh, favorite music, uh, sorry, medical sources, WebMD, and it says there's no scientific evidence that foot pads See, have I got detoxifying properties. I read the exact properties. same thing. I read the, but again, do you trust them? Really? Hey, it's. <laughs> They're also promoting vaccines. Aren't you a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> All right. They also want you to take the flu shot. We know that's crap. <laughs> All right. Please, somebody. If anybody's tried this, I'm curious. Right. All jokes aside, yeah. I, I, I'm interested to find out if it, if it works. All right. Foot pads, detox foot pads. All right. The locker room. So we did get some texts on this. So first off, Thomas said you're talking about your. Uh, your detox foot pads foot pads you want to try put them on at night and they're supposed yeah. to suck all the toxins out of your body thomas said missed opportunity to not call them detox socks um true <laughs> um and then tanya said um those foot pads that they turn color without even putting your feet in them um like without doing it it's a chemistry trick that relies on the placebo effect so that's what she's saying it's all placebo 
Okay. So All they right. change color like based on just the sweat just leave and it. stuff and Oh yeah. I, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's, okay. it's just a water thing. Kinda like ear candling, right? It's all placebo. It's ear candling. It tricks you into getting better. <laughs> hey, if placebo works for you, then it works. Right? If it makes you feel better, then it must be working for you. Placebo. Well, that's a big part of... Tricking yourself. Uh, well, yes, lie to yourself. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> the Locker Room News. A violent sexual offender who was released with a warning to the public this week is already oh. back in police custody. <sighs> 22-year-old David Hay was taken um, back into Didn't custody after... Yeah, we talked about him. Like, there was... Remember, there was that month where it was like almost Grant every week. Well, yeah. this, this guy was just released this week. Yeah, because okay. they were talking yeah. about... There's been a few. Um, so he was taken into custody after violating his curfew. Um, he had just been released the day before. So like two days ago, he was released. And then a day later, they nabbed him. Um, police put out the warning saying they believed he would reoffend. So they were following him. And uh, yeah, got him. Back in jail. I just, I or will never. He stays this time. I will never uh, understand that. Like, I just. Yeah, and he'll be out again in, in six months. Makes no or a sense. Year. Okay, me. let's try this again. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a point that well, we could, get to. And it might not The police happen. and the jail are separate, right? So people get confused by the warnings. They're like, if you believe this guy's going to reoffend. Why are you releasing them? Well, it's not the police. I don't care about the disconnect no, grant. No, but that's why there's people get upset about these warnings. That's why there's warnings is because the police are going, we don't want to release this guy. That's not us. That's the justice system. So and we, the justice system duty, has to change. Yes, but don't get upset about the warnings because the police are going, this is what we can do. We can put the, out this guy's picture and everything and then hopefully nab him right away. But the police aren't in charge of keeping him in jail. Right? No, I, no, I'm not. Yeah. Ups- I, like, I'm not upset at anybody. I know. I just I'm see- upset at the lack of common sense in the world that we live yeah. in. If a guy is going to go out there and he's going to hurt somebody, and we know he's going to hurt somebody, and we're going out of our way to warn people in the area. Mm-hmm. Why are we letting him out? Because it's not the police's call. It doesn't matter whose call it is. I'm saying... The justice system believes he's been rehabilitated. Believes. Uh, Right? They're wrong. So the prison isn't the one putting out the... Warning. No, I'm like, yeah, I understand you're what you're mad saying at it again. You just got mad at the warning. I'm going to be mad at yeah. it because it's a lack of common sense in my regard. It's like, I, I don't understand. You'll never be able to justify it. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter about who's responsible for what. We know this guy is not a good person. He's not hooked up right. Yeah. Every time we let him out, some of these people, Grant, have been let out multiple times. I'm not and saying they don't let him out. I'm saying I'm explaining why the police put out warnings because people. People get so mad at the police for putting out these warnings. I'm not mad at the police. Yeah. I'm mad at the system. Yeah. The system where we let a guy that we know is going to go out and do the same thing he did the last time. Yeah, they should keep him in jail. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy was reading a story about a guy that offends anybody. It doesn't even matter. The guy's not discriminating. Like, yeah. He's like, been like in jail for, 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 uh, for attacking women between the ages of, I think it was... 13 and 85 or something like that. Yeah. Like if you're a female, he's going to attack you. And and we're we're on the radio, we're on the news, we're putting it up on social media. This jagoff is out in the streets again. Watch. Yeah. Don't let him around women. Well, okay, 
that's just wrong. Like, we should not be letting this asshole out. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't understand how, I, I it just doesn't, I, yeah. You, you can't explain this to me. There's got to be a point in society where where we we come to some some common sense and we go okay that guy is just not going to be able to work around other people yeah he's never going to be rehabilitated so we adjust the rules that we work with because we've let him out 3 times and he's attacked 3 women every time he comes out so let's just put him away forever mm-hmm. dig a big hole and put him in the hole right yeah because we can't have the conversation about whether or not we should be, you know, allowing capital punishment. I mean, like, I get that, but there are people out there, Grant, that just are never going to change. Oh, I know. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, I was trying to explain, like, the warning thing. I'm not mad at the police. Because people get really triggered by that and get mad at the police. I'm not mad at the police. Yeah. The police are trying to protect people. Yeah. They're doing exactly what they should they be doing. They put the these system, warnings out. The system is failing the police. Yeah. Right? And the police know they're they going to have to go gonna... arrest this asshole again. Yeah, that's why they're following him around. Anyway, um... Again, every time we do one of these stories, I get I get angry. I'm sorry. <laughs> on air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. All right. I had this idea the other day. I was uh, well, I was riding around on my scooter quite a bit this past weekend because we had the event on Friday. Yeah, I, I went down to, of you. to Blues Fest a couple of times, mm-hmm. and so all of this is within scooter shot radius, right? <laughs> You've just been ripping around on that scooter. I'm on the high-level bridge, and um, there's these three guys coming at me on scooters, okay. the, the Lime scooters. Yeah, the rentals. Right? And they're, for whatever reason, they're they're set up a little bit better than the one that I have. Okay. I think you can actually drive them with one hand. It's not safe. You should mm. keep your both hands on them at all times if you, if you are driving a scooter, if you haven't been on one before. Uh, but you can take your hand off of them, right, and, and high-five somebody <laughs> passing you by or whatever. Give them a thumbs up. Or, yeah. Um, I choose to keep both hands on my scooter at all times. because probably I'm, wise, especially when you're on a bridge. Well, and I'm, six, <laughs> I'm six foot four. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go down Lockwood eventually. Flying if, over the side of the high-level bridge. If, <laughs> yeah. And I'm already you're on nervous something on called heights. the high-level bridge, and you're not a fan of heights. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm doing also 35, 37, 38K on that bridge, yeah. too. Right, I'm flying, and uh, these three guys go by, and they're trying to get people in scooters to give them high fives. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, you know what? I need to do. I need to start a scooter gang. Oh yeah, yeah. This is my next goal. You guys rip around together. Yeah. Go for drinks on your scooters. Get go cuts. to the farmers market. <laughs> yeah. Get matching cats. <laughs> thing. Instead of going to the bars, you guys go to the farmer's market together. Hey, in the theater. We it, need a clubhouse. If, if you do, if you do, you guys need matching neck tats. Absolutely. You need a neck Absolutely. We're all getting neck scooter tats. life. So there you go. If uh, if anybody wants to join my scooter gang, let me know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is coming. This is coming soon. We're gonna take over Edmonton. The locker room only on cruise. What are these chips? Miss Vicky's spicy uh, ketchup chips. I think they're sweet and spicy ketchup. They are uh, so good. 
That, now, they've been out they, for a few years. Oh, I have think, they? But. Okay, so this isn't a new, brand new release. No. I've never seen them. But um, they just have got the big bags at Costco now. I don't think they had those always, and and I bought a big bag. I had had them before, but never really paid attention to them. They are maybe my favorite chip right now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the Miss Vicky's chips to me are the best chips anyways. Yeah, you're a fan. Um, I don't like the too crunchy ones. No? No. Oh, I love the crunch you get with the Miss Vicky chip. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I love the Miss Vicky. I hate Lay's chips. Lay's yeah. can get out of here. Okay. Um, yeah. I, lo- I like a good Lay's. <laughs> no, Old Dutch I like. Miss <laughs> Miss Vicky's is actually made by Hostess. Okay. So Lay's. Okay. okay. Well, they're doing it way better. Um, yeah, they're, I don't know. Something about those chips, I can't stop eating them when I with the big bag. I have never seen them. I've, I've had a small bag. I, I like them. Okay. I'm a you fan of like the Vicky's, too. You like ketchup chips. Oh, yeah. See, I don't but, like but ketchup just, chips. But the I, thing is, though, is I'll eat, I'll eat like whether it's a Old Dutch or a Hostess or you're whatever. You're a chip for, guy. For, for, the, for the ketchup. The, okay, so for me, like I, I'll avoid ketchup chips at chips at all costs. But there's mm-hmm. something about the spicy chip ch- ketchup chip that is appealing to me. Yeah, Even though see, I'm not a big um, Miss Vicky's fan, I'd probably try a bag of them now that you brought them up. To me, I don't eat ketchup chips ever. Just regular ketchup to me is like they're okay, but whatever. Um, but the spicy ketchup chips, man, I'm telling you, these things are good. Also, the spicy dill pickle that Miss Vicky's does. Oh, yeah, those are great. Those are delicious as yeah, well. That's, I've had those. Those are too much for me. That's, that's too you much sound taste like you going want a, on. You want a stale chip. No. It's kind of yeah, wet you, when you bite I, into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you... T- but you're, I mean, you're, not, you're not a flavor. You're not a flavor chip guy. Too, my kids, I, we've got Miss Vicky's. If the kids are home, we've got Miss Vicky's in the house because they love them. Yeah, so the I've had them, and I get it. I understand it. But I'm more of a, I don't know. Somebody said you want a rice cake. <laughs> what no. you're describing. <laughs> no. What's wrong with a bag of Doritos? I love. Doritos are good, yeah. I I'll love give, Doritos. I'll give you Doritos, but. I also say that like Miss a, Vicky's are too crunchy. That's the blast. Isn't there a ketchup, a spicy ketchup Dorito? Yeah, I think there might be. I haven't seen that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there there's might a, be. A, there's a thousand Dorito flavors. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like I'm the old school. I just want the the red bag, and then I'm I'm happy. <laughs> that or, or uh, sweet chili heat. Sweet chili heat's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You, you've turned me on to sweet chili heat. Like I'm I'm the guy that will go home with a box of. Original Pringles or a tube of original Pringles and that that fat guy dip. What's the the um, sour cream hell dip? Of a good. Oh my god! Yeah. Right there, there's a night. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> that's your night. <laughs> Give me six pack, a tube of Pringles, and a bucket of that. Like there, like don't you find that's the, happiness? Don't you find the Pringles are a little too brittle for that dip though? You just double them up. <laughs> Find their podcast at 957cruisefm.ca. Welcome to the locker room. Do you guys remember D.A.R.E.? Did you do it? Oh, yeah. I did the D.A.R.E. program in grade six. Yeah. Okay, my girls did it, too. I don't remember doing it, no. I Drug abuse resistance You education. don't remember the D.A.R.E. program? Uh, I t- it was introduced in 1983. Is oh, when wow. they founded it. I um, was thinking it might not have come through yak just because the police officers were the biggest drunks. <laughs> <laughs> D- 
dare to resist drugs and violence. So they wouldn't have been able to send a cop down. They would have all been drinking at the time. <laughs> this is local school. Yeah, it's we we all. Oh, I did in grade six, and then we all took the pledge to never drink alcohol or do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also started drinking when I was 12, so that would have been around the time, right? Yeah, you don't yeah, remember, I don't remember ever taking that pledge when I was in school. I don't have a memory of this. I remember in youth group, that was different. That was through my church. I promise not yeah, to do drugs, very different. avoid violence, be responsible, and make responsible choices. Anyway, they're saying that the D.A.R.E. generation is not doing well right now, that the use of pot, hallucinogenics, and uh, drinking, specifically binge drinking, Mm -hmm. is at an all-time high among millennials. So millennials and Gen Xers would have been the D.A.R.E. generation, Yeah, right? What ended up happening for me when I got older, I knew what D.A.R.E. was. I didn't do it in school. Mm -hmm. But you learned, you knew what it was. But I knew what it was. I knew it was this pledge and kids were supposed to do it and all that, blah, 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 blah. Um, I always found it wildly entertaining because it became a thing for the biggest stoners to wear their D.A.R.E. shirts from high school. Yeah, when they're smoking (laughs) weed, put their D.A.R.E. shirts on. (laughs) (laughs) So I always thought that that was funny because it was always the biggest, always pot, the biggest yeah. potheads too. Yeah. It became a pothead thing, right? Yeah. And then and the shirts never fit. <laughs> <laughs> they were always like a size or two too small. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess that's a thing. Like between the ages of thirty-five and fifty, right now, and I think part of the increase in the use of marijuana, or at least when you're being surveyed now is that it's more socially acceptable more people will be willing to admit that they do it yes yeah, so i don't necessarily mm-hmm. believe with, that it's it's way up same with hallucinogens i think i think yeah. more people are willing to be like yeah i like mushrooms the stigma yes, is gone yeah. way down when you were away when you were having birdie yeah and you were taking uh the the time off jimmy and i did a topic about being like too high Mm-hmm. And we did stories, and Phil called in, and I've decided <laughs> that if you don't know who Phil is, he's a regular listener and regular caller mm-hmm. on the program. Advice with Phil, and uh, and he called in to uh, give us a rundown on how to do mushrooms. Oh, you, okay. you don't do one gram, Grant. Yeah. What you do, you do, do seven. <laughs> Just because? Even, even though one is recommended. Yes. Yeah, you need to do seven. Yeah. You, just to really get into it, hey? Really, yes. Because huh. then that makes it interesting, regardless if it's a good trip or a bad trip. Because <laughs> you want to really make sure you trip balls, <laughs> Phil, Phil was saying. Phil's a wise man. Yes, yes. Don't disregard Phil's advice on uh, drugs and alcohol, <laughs> ever. I wonder if he took the D.A.R.E. program. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I decided that if I do mushrooms, I've never done them before, mm-hmm. uh, that I'm going to do them with Phil. I'm going to go to his place and I'm just going to spend a weekend there. It's pretty much guaranteed to be a bad trip. (laughs) You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.